0: Did you know that the ten tentacles of the giant squid served as the inspiration for the base ten system of measurement known as Le Système international, or as it's known in English, the metric system, or as it's known in America, the system of measurement that our fear of change keeps us from using? Yep, and that's the way it should be.
1: episode of the Cephala Podcast is brought to you by the number 10. The number 10 is sponsoring today's episode because it's my 10th episode. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That's 10 episodes. One episode for each of my tentacles. And you know what they say, you can never have too many tentacles. So by the transitive property... That means you can never have too many episodes of The Cephala Podcast. That's a fact, baby. Yep, you can never have too many episodes of The Cephala Podcast, but do you ever feel like there are too many people in the world? I mean, how many people do we really need? Like, once that guy invented the internet, maybe we don't need as many humans as before. Maybe we don't need any. Is that right? Did I do the math right? Well, I guess if we didn't need any, then that would really reduce my podcast audience. So, I guess if you're a human and you're listening to my podcast, you're okay. You're on the list. And I guess if you want your friends to come with you, then you should tell them about my podcast. Hey, do you think there's life on other planets? Like, I heard that some of the moons around Jupiter have oceans of water on them. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, maybe those oceans are full of Jupiter grids. Maybe it's like a whole planet with only grids. No humans, no whales, no Fox News. Oh, it sounds like such a nice place. Sign me up. I'll take the first rocket out of here. Ignition sequence start. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Four, three, two, one, zero. We have liftoff! To the stars, these brave squids fly upwards and onwards. Oh, I'm getting a news update here! It looks like they found surface water on Mars! Uh oh! I guess this is good news for humans, but bad news for Mars. For years now, Mars has basically been humanity's backup plan, and this pretty much seals the deal. As soon as the humans warm up the Earth too much, they're gonna bail for the next cool planet. First they did it with Venus, they screwed that planet up, and then they moved to Earth. And now, since they know there's water on Mars, that means once Earth is wrecked, the red planet is next in line. But the joke is on the humans, because the Mars atmosphere is already full of greenhouse gases. So good luck trying to warm up that baby anymore. Actually, I'm sure the humans will figure out some sort of way to screw up a new planet though, using technology or something. It's like the Three Stooges always said, search and destroy. Oh, well, Mars. It was nice knowing you. We are gathered here now to commemorate the long existence of Mars and its untimely demise at the hands of the human race. It is indeed a sad occasion. Mars was discovered at an unknown point in history when humans finally thought to look beyond their own short and petty lives and examine the vastness of space. Due to the hue emitted from its rusty surface, Mars throughout history inspired a culture of violent macho bravado. In fact, the planet was named for the Roman god of war, and not, as many have suggested, for the 70s no-wave band nor for the candy bar that's not as good as a Snickers. Wool is terrible, but Mars is actually pretty cool. At one time, humans thought Mars was full of canals built by some kind of intelligent life. But it turns out that Mars, much like Earth, was largely devoid of intelligent life, at least on its surface. At another point in history, there was a radio broadcast that made a bunch of people think that Martians were invading planet Earth. It turns out it was just a dramatic adaptation of a science fiction novel that was made to sound like a news broadcast. But it was a good reminder that everyone in the media is lying to you in one way or another. I could be lying to you right now. Am I really a squid? You may never know, I mean. I am a squid. But I could have lied about it. I could have told you I was a human, and you never would have known the difference. Dear, dear Mars, you left us too soon. I would have liked to swim on your occasionally watery surface. I would have liked to breathe the pure and refreshing water from your polar ice caps. But alas, I know now that that dream is dead. It is the humans that will arrive there first, and when they do, I'm sure it will only take a few generations to move Mars back into the inhospitable category on that spreadsheet of large rocks floating around in space. Goodbye, Earth. Goodbye, Mars. If you happen to be a celestial body floating in space, for your own preservation, please conceal your water. From the probes of humans. If, however, you would like to be inhabited by squids, send me an email at giantsquidrocks at yahoo.com. I'm trying to move out of my parents' house. This episode of the Cephala Podcast is brought to you by the number 10. Without the number 10, there would be no debut album from the band Pearl Jam. Some scholars might argue that that would be a good thing, but in a band writing tribute songs to fluid dynamics is okay in my book.
0: Even flow, when you exhale, the bubbles rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Swimming around, looking through my giant eye.
1: Yeah, yeah. You've got mail. Mail. let's see what's in the electronic mailbox. Click, 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 clicker, double click. Hmm, dear giant Extravaganza. last week on your show, you said that squids have the longest penises in the animal kingdom and that we should follow the Dicks hashtag on the internet if we wanted to learn more facts about squid penises. I looked for the hashtag, but I wasn't able to find any more information. Can you please share more facts about squid dicks? Thank you. Sincerely, Jeff. Well, thanks, Jeff. The truth is, I'd actually wanted to share a bunch of facts with the internet. And, you know, I'm occasionally a guest on Sasho Kids, which is a YouTube science show for children. To teach kids a lot of fun facts about all the cute little animals in the world. So I figured this might be a good place to do some human education on the subject of squid penises. But you know what? They rejected my script. I think they're jealous. Let's roll the tape. Hey kids! Today on Sasho we're talking about squid dicks. There's a lot of different squid species out there, so that means we got a lot of squid dicks to talk about. So there's one type of squid, the greater hooked squid also known as the Ornicea Ingens, or as we call them, the Big O. And you know why they call him the Big O? Yep, because of his penis. The Big O has the greatest known penis length relative to body size out of all mobile animals, and second in the entire animal kingdom, only to some well-endowed barnacle. Now, here's a fun fact, some of the shallow swimming squids have a different kind of penis that may not even be a penis at all. It's called the hectocotylus, and it's basically a tentacle that can deliver spermatophores to a female. And you know how long tentacles can get, am I right? I think it's important to talk about the penises of other creatures, especially so we can educate humans. You know, because humans place so much importance on penises, but with their patriarchy and everything. So, on that note, did you know that a giant squid's penis is seven times larger than the average human penis? Yup, and that's the way it should be. And that brings us to today's Puzzler. Now that you know the fact about squid penis size, how many sports cars, trucks, and nuclear power planes do you need to compensate for those ton of human penises? If you've got the answer, email me at giantsquidrocks at yahoo.com, and you could win a copy of my double-disc album, Death to Humans. You're listening to The Cephila podcast with me, your host, the giant squid, Stravaganza. Today's episode of the Cephala Podcast is brought to you by the number 10. The number 10 is very important because it forms the basis of the metric system, which is the superior system of measurement. Did you know that the United States is one of only three countries in the whole world that doesn't use the metric system? There's one guy on the internet who estimates that not using the metric system costs the United States over a trillion dollars annually. Now, I'm no economist, and neither was that guy on the internet, but a trillion dollars sure seems like a lot of money.
0: Like sand in a clam, these are the days in our lake. Last week, on Days in Our Lake, the giant Squid Stravaganza and his newly discovered twin brother were being chased by the cops after busting out of jail when they made a daring escape into the sewers.
1: What's this Toxic Ooze? I don't think we're alone down here.
0: And so our story continues.
1: <laughs> oh, it's getting closer! I don't want to die, at least not before I'm famous.
0: What do you want to get famous for?
1: Ideally, for my music. Uh, But there's a fat chance of that happening now that Melissa and her manager stole all my songs. But really, I'll take fame in just about any form. I could be a famous podcaster, a movie star, a novelist, or a professional baseball player, or even just romantically linked to Jennifer Aniston. Basically, anything as long as I don't end up famous for being that giant squid who got killed by a monster in the sewer after escaping from jail. <laughs> ah! 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 It's coming into the light. The moonlight that's streaming down dramatically from the sewer grate above. I wonder if we'll ever see the stars again.
2: Oh. Hey, guys.
1: Oh ah! It's a human!
2: Ah! That's a squid and another squid? You guys look really similar.
1: That's because we're brothers. Long lost brothers.
2: How did you get lost?
1: Well, we were separated at birth.
2: Wow. That sounds like a really interesting story.
1: Yeah, it really is. But right now, we don't have time to get into it. We need to get away from this sewer monster.
2: Ah! Where?
1: I have some bad news. You are the sewer monster.
2: You're right, I am a monster. (gasps) It's in my blood. You see, my dad is the CEO of a major oil corporation. I'm his bastard child. I was created when he forced his engineers to take their experiments too far. They were searching for a way to make humans even more dependent on fossil fuels, and I am the product of that research. You see, I don't eat food like normal humans. I can only survive on highly refined crude oil. So when I finally escaped from the laboratory, I made my way into these sewers, and I've been siphoning fuel from car tanks in the streets above ever since. It's a hard life, but it beats being a monkey in their laboratory. You should see what they do to the monkeys in there. It's (laughs) horrible.
1: (laughs) That's a really sad story. Metaphorical, too. It's almost like you're a stand for the tragedy of the entire human race. I mean, you seem nice enough, but you're also a horrible monster that wreaks havoc on the whole planet through your mere existence. What hope can we have for the future when children are made in their parents' image? Tune in next week
0: to find out if our heroes can get to the next plot point or if they continue to struggle with the existential questions of human existence. I think it was Kierkegaard that said, Face the facts of being what you are, for that is what changes what you are. As our story continues.
1: Well, thanks for joining me. That's all the time we have for the Cephala Podcast today. Thanks once again to our sponsor, the number 10. If you're listening, please send me that $10 to my PayPal at GiantsquidRocks at Yahoo.com. If you're listening to my podcast in the United States and you're wondering why your country hasn't adopted the metric system, well, you can thank Ronald Reagan for that. He's the man that canceled the conversion to metric in the 80s. But all is not lost you should contact your elected representatives and let them know that you'll give their re-election campaign a lot of money if they start supporting the metric system. That's how politics works, right? Oh, yeah. And Mars, may you rest in peace. Suffer on the podcast.